love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And Fitz happens live from the radio hub for Wednesday. It is June 13th, 2018, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Before I begin, if I could say a happy birthday uh, to my third baby. My, my Cooper, who is 16 years old today. Wow. My Cooper. Big one. Big 16-year-old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's getting up there. Uh, so, happy birthday, uh, baby boy. Oh, he hates me right now. <laughs> uh, let's introduce my friends and family. There's my buddy, Drew. Why does Wednesday the 13th get a pass? I think it's mm. scarier than Friday. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Middle of the week, well, unlucky. There's no yeah. superstition yeah. around Wednesdays. Yeah, why to get hung on Friday? Friday's a good day. Wednesday's... Eh. Because it's, of the movie. It's even the name of... Uh, you know, the daughter on the Adams family. Yeah, Wednesday. It's a little spooky. All right. Da, 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 da. Tanner, the millennial. What's up? Man, I just want to give a shout out to all dentists out there. Yeah. Technology is amazing. Out of root canal done. And man, it barely even hurt. I know it's amazing when you haven't like been to the dentist in what, uh, 21 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, right, My Tanner. My teeth were looking like uh, cheddar cheese. <laughs> oh! And uh, my dentist de- went and fixed that bad boy up. Well, I tell you what, dentists love like severe cases like yours yeah. a challenge they it's, like a challenge <laughs> <laughs> and they, they like to take photos of it and post it <laughs> send to their friends hey drew don't be all high and mighty because your teeth looks like cheddar cheese hey, too hold looks on like that, swiss cheese that's over there. not true no i, I do want to say this though that uh if there if there are people out there who ha- have some issues with their grill there's nothing wrong with that there's a lot of people with dental problems yeah who might not have the opportunity to go to the dentist like you did. I was very self-conscious about my teeth. I yeah. haven't had insurance in a long time, and I finally got it again, so I got my butt in there, got some work done, and I feel so much better. Well, good. All right, uh, hanging out over there, her name is Bethany, the mouth from the South. And since I represent all the ladies, and uh, Tanner didn't seem to um, feel it was his obligation, shout out to the Lens for graduating college Woo! yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And he's a man who fears no day, 13th otherwise, because when you have that many kids, nothing scares you anymore. Our host, The Fitz. Yeah, that's right. Uh, hey, Tanner the Millennial, so your girlfriend, The Lens, graduated from college. Yeah, dude. And uh, nobody got an invite from the show. <laughs> well, she only had like five people she was allowed to invite. So that's oh, careful what you wish for. Have you sat through a graduation yeah. ceremony? Yeah, you didn't miss. Oh, you want to be invited to that? <laughs> what were you wearing, by the way? Is, is your 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 black and white shirt, and you you buckled your top button all the way up to buckled your throat. It. You buckled it. Hey, there's nothing wrong Buttoned with that. It. That's a fashion Everything statement. wrong with that. Everything. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah, you can't wear that shirt ever again. Just because y'all can't put your top button on doesn't mean you can't <laughs> be just, hating on me. It makes. It, I don't know. It just makes me feel so makes you look awkward and stiff. And no, it, yeah. Whenever I look at his neck, whenever it's done, though, I just I don't know. It makes me want to loosen mine. I'm what? Just like, oh. So what did you get for the graduate? What did you get for your girlfriend? Uh, I got her some flowers, and <gasps> my time. <laughs> He's a young, struggling artist. He can't yeah, afford fancy wrong gifts. With that. Basically, what I'm saying is I don't get her crap. Well, it's, it sounds like you got her some sweet flowers. At least you thought you about there. it. Yeah, I got her some dope flowers, and these things smell bomb. 
But her mom said you couldn't get flowers, Tanner. Yeah, that was she the was whole already thing. getting flowers. Her, her mom was trying to tell me not to get her flowers because she was already getting her flowers. And I was like, what girl doesn't want more flowers? That's insane. <laughs> All right, so there's more of that today, I'm sure. We got a whole lot of show today, you guys. Thanks so much for checking us out. Here comes Wednesday. Let's go. This is The Fit Show. It happens live. And now, and here's now, my and now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. I don't even know if I should do any What Are You Kidding Me? stories after, you know, I've watched Dennis Rodman crying on television. You know, basically, he I, I told you guys he was going to be somewhat responsible for world peace, and, and he is. You cannot deny it. He was there. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but those tears, I saw something, maybe it was CNN or something. Uh, those tears were a what are you kidding me story. Like, that was the worst fake acting I what? maybe have ever seen. How dare think, you take I that away? He was being authentic. How no. dare you take that away from Dennis Rodman and what he did for our country? I'm not taking away the, uh, the measure of what he did, but his acting sucks. Because <laughs> he was not that upset. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of Pennsylvania. Oh, mama. A guy in Pennsylvania named Matthew Haverly. He did an interview with the local news a couple of weeks ago after a dead body was found near his house, right? Like he was a, you know, like he was a concerned neighbor. Oh yeah. Turned out the body was his mother. <gasps> oh my goodness. No. And he's been arrested for uh, doing it. Yeah, the murder of it. And uh, so he actually thought he could get away with just being like a, well, a bystander interview. Well, I decided to look further into this story. Oh. I did. I did. I I decided to search for some details, and I did uh, uh, discover some what are you kidding me audio. I'm like, what what the hell is going on? This is the kid on the news. And now I realize that's what they were actually doing. I had no clue. It's sad to say that that's someone's either daughter, mother, whatever, both, child. I think it was kind of a hit, and something happened. Something went bad, and... Uh. There you go, right This there. is like a rural area, so they just oh, wanted there's to... there's uh, a stinking right there. <laughs> ...plant the body somewhere else. Okay, he's telling us all everything he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Here's how I pictured it. It was a hit. Yeah. Uh, something went bad. I mean, he's basically yeah. spelling it all out. She stopped making breakfast. I mean, she upset someone for some reason. <laughs> I told her scrambled, <laughs> I, 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 and she made over easy. easy. I wasn't having well, it. Well, a mother did pass away. Yeah. Well, rest in peace to his sweet mother. But this guy should be in jail. Yeah, he's cray-cray. That's a 5150 straight the you-know-what up. Mm-hmm. Right? Call the co- All right. Who kills their own mother? All right, let's go to page two. Why are you kidding me? Obviously, Matthew Haverly does. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take you out of Denver when life gives you lemons. Three boys in Denver, Colorado recently had their lemonade stand shut down by the police because they didn't have a permit. This is Jennifer Knowles, their mother, with some exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. We've never had a lemonade stand. I wanted to teach my kids about being an entrepreneur, Um, you know, having your own business. So we got out a table, we made some lemonade, and all the boys helped, and we went out there. The police officers came over, and they said that because we, my boys and I, did not have permits for a lemonade stand, they shut us down. Shut it down! Okay, I'm sorry, but if you are a cop... 
and you're shutting down lemonade stands. Yeah. You should find you something better to do. You need to find something better to do. Okay? Well, I'm I, not saying it's, a, it's not against the law. I'm not saying... I'm just saying, come on, there is more. Yeah. Couldn't you be helping a lady, an old lady across the street? No, I no, mean, so, even that would be better. Actually, somebody is really helping out, so check it out. When hearing about this, Country Time Lemonade now has Country Time Legal Aid. They are saying they will pay up to $300 for the fine if, if the little lemonade stands get shut down around our nation. That's awesome. Country Time Legal Aid. Good for them. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the, what are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Fitz happens live right now. There's my buddy Drew. There's Tanner the Millennial. Shout out to Bethany, the mouth from the South. And a couple of days ago, if you were like me, you probably said to yourself, "What the heck is going on? <laughs> like, what? I mean, <laughs> what is happening in a world where Dennis Rodman?" Is personally called by the President of the United States to uh, help uh, uh, establish peace and end the Korean War. Well, in the world yes, the where... the President did call him. He did call him. He called him personally and said, would you come to North Korea with us? And, and apparently Dennis Rodman was upset because he said, uh, he said President Obama never offered that to him before, didn't want him to be included in the peacemaking process. He said President Trump called him directly to help out in this peace process. That's because I mean, yeah. he's BFFs with yeah, he's Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Right. You know? So he's it's got just, an in. It's been, it's been a crazy couple of days because if you don't know this, this has been a conflict for, what, over 40 years? Yeah. Well, and actually more than that. I don't yeah. think people realize that. I don't think people realize that because there wasn't an actual boom, boom, boom war right. going on right now, that they don't realize that it was still considered, like you said uh, yesterday, it was still considered the Korean War has still been ongoing. Yeah, North Korea and South Korea met earlier this right. year and agreed to finally sign a peace treaty. They plan to sign it by the end of 2018. So the two nations will no longer be at war, finally. All right, uh, let's see um, what Trump called Kim Jong-un. He referred to him as being... Well, he is very talented. Anybody that takes over a situation like he did at 26 years of age and is able to run it and run it tough. I don't say he was nice or I don't say anything about it. He ran it. Very few people. I got a couple of theories here. A couple of things. I think... Did you guys see how nervous Kim Jong-un looked? He looked so yeah. nervous and scared. I think that his own military in North Korea was threatening some sort of a military coup. They were going to take him over or try to take out Kim Jong-un take because really? they did not want this to happen. They did not want us to you know, make some sort of deal, I don't think. I, I think that's going it's on. It's always or, the old folks that never want to change. Are you yeah. sure about that? Because I am. I, I've, we don't know because we get so little news from inside, but so I would get theory? the impression that it would be the opposite way, that they were pushing for this, basically like, either you go make peace and get us some supplies and a standard of living, or then we're going to take yeah, you I think I, I have heard that the older military people in North Korea were saying, don't you even think about like doing Like the people this. that were working with yeah, Kim Jong-un's so, father? So, that's right, some of the senior officials. I think they were going to take him out. A- anyway, he's so worried about security. Uh, find me the clip where Brett Baer says that the guy literally brought his own toilet with him. Mm-hmm. And you have Kim Jong-un, who arrives here with super security and brings his own toilet so that no one oh, really? can examine his excrement. This oh is serious God. stuff here, and it's surreal. What? It's crazy. Because I our mean, C- who's because doing that? Our, our CIA. Our CIA in the no. past has been known to get 
leaders around the world to get their excrement to find out as much Health as we conditions. can about them. Absolutely. You are wow. kidding me. I am no. not even well, kidding you. Where does it say this? Google it. You can fact check it. it that is our CIA. That, that, that is our CIA. Who is the poop checker? The poop scooper. It's a job. You make $120,000 a year. Listen, you're the new guy. It's the intern. <laughs> There's a commercial on TV right now for, for checking your stuff out. You know, you can send it into them. Yes, I mean, it's a, good, it's a good indicator of your health and your body conditions. Oh, by the way, right before they signed that document, did you see the inspector come out and literally open up the pen and inspect the pen for like weird wow. bombs right. and stuff? Because again, it's such uh, a trip. The CIA, RCI, and other nations, you know, secret forces have used pens as murder weapons for. They've right. They've uh, coated them with poison, or they've had injectors built well, into them. Let's not forget Better. what uh, Kim did to his brother. Just not even what a year That's ago. Right. In right. The airport. Yeah. He took him out with some ninjas. He's taken out all sorts of. Uh, yes, he Look has. at the uh, Otto Warren. Warm beer. Well, actually, Warm they're beer saying Otto. They're saying that. Uh, Donald Trump came out yeah. and said that he did not die in vain. That actually, uh, the he was a Kickstarter to this piece. Yeah, that, wow. that it was a, a talk starter. So. Wow. All right, and hopefully we'll, we'll find out what happened with so many of our prisoners of war, like over over five thousand. Yeah. yeah, over five thousand. So we'll get a lot of these details. Uh, welcome to the show. It's a crazy time in history. Fitz happens live. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. I still don't know how I feel about this. You know, we talked about last week, uh, IHOP made an announcement that they were changing their name to IHOB. And I heard it was International House of Breakfast. Yeah, you guys tried to burn me on that. It's no. burgers. Well, they're saying now... Yeah, that the B stands for burgers. I don't believe it. I don't either. They said they're introducing a, a new line of hamburgers. I, I think it's just a way to get people talking. It mm-hmm. will be International House of Breakfast. I saw a commercial on TV that showed the sign flipping over and it said burgers. I don't believe it. Unless they got some research that says that burgers are where it's at. Well, if IHOP is selling burgers, count me in. I want to try that. Maybe throw some syrup on top of it. No, Let's man. get crazy. IHOP My family- has always had good burgers, but I mean, it's they've had them for years. I mean, it's, and it's but, not like they have like tons of them. But when we they went, have more pancakes why, than why, burgers. why did we go to IHOP when we went? Pancakes, for Yeah, pancakes breakfast. and the breakfast. That's why you go to IHOP, period. This, this could be breakfast. the new Coke situation of this generation. It's possible. Where they have to switch back because yeah. everyone hates it. Would you be okay with IHOP International House of Breakfast? No, it doesn't even flow off the tongue as well as IHOP. I know. What's I'd up? be okay I like with it. IHOP, but I mean the burger thing? No, I'm not into that. All right. Hey, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. So a driver by the name of Walter Huang was killed um, when his car crashed into, and when his Tesla crashed into a freeway median uh, back in March. Well, the NTSB just released the results of their investigation last week, and it turns out that he was using the semi-autonomous driver function at the time, which the car can steer and brake itself. And he was on a highway, on Highway 101 in Mountain View, California. Uh, But they're able to pull all the data and... They were able to look into it, and it turns out that something between the traffic around him and the road conditions and the lines confused the car, and it basically steered headlong into, like, an off-ramp divider. So everyone agrees, all the experts agree that autonomous cars are pretty much our future, but they have so far to go. Not me. Sorry, I don't say, agree. Yeah, I'm going to be driving my own car, first <laughs> no. of all. And and what, you, what it sounds like to me is like artificial intelligence kind of took over it. Well, he had set it into autopilot, and this autopilot mode requires oh. you to touch the steering wheel yeah. every few seconds to, to let it know you're still there. But he wasn't touching the wheel for at least seven seconds before the wreck. So I don't right. think there was any uh, auto intelligence going on at all. 
apparently. Because well, there's well, some kinks that need to be unless it was like out. a little. Yeah, but don't little... you think we should do that before you actually start mass producing them and putting people in them that they're risking their lives? All right. Hey, there, yes, I All do. All I'm saying is Tesla seems like they're about to have a lawsuit. All right. Hey, Tan of the Millennial, choose your news. According to a new survey, the average person doesn't think they're a grown-up adult until they're 33 years old. It's a new category of adults called the adult child from 18 to 32. <laughs> I don't think it's that's that new. It's that transition period between childhood and adulthood. So we're basically older teenagers. So I'm a, I'm a baby adult. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like You're barely, barely an barely, adult. I just barely. became an adult. God, they're saying 33 now is when you officially become an adult? This sounds like a, a millennial-sponsored uh, <laughs> study just to buy them some hey, more time to be irresponsible kids. <laughs> and by the way, Tanner, did you get this information when you came upstairs from your mom's basement? <laughs> so, you, so, you get on, so you can get on the computer? <laughs> well, I did use her computer to find this. So, <laughs> All right, you guys, there you go. Choose your news for Wednesday. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hello, ladies and gents. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to Wednesday, or as my buddy Drew says, we are, what are we doing? We're cresting. We're week. cresting. So, man, it's, it's nothing but goodness from here. Uh, so there's Drew Tanner, the millennial. There's Bethany, the mouth from the south. Hey, we just found out a couple of minutes ago that what 33 years old is now when they're saying you're officially an adult. Yeah. It makes me feel yeah. good. It makes yeah. me feel I'm doing life the correct way. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 33 so, years old. That's when it starts. That result let you think that your life's on path, right? You're on the, I, on the trail. Technically, I'm ahead of the curve. Oh, yeah. I had a baby when I was 19. Well, maybe some people had to grow up a little quicker. Well, maybe you had uh, an adult what? when you were still a, I mean, really? you had a kid when you really? were still a baby. You're using yourself as the measure of growing up? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say I had to grow up qu- maybe quicker than most. Definitely. I couldn't yeah. imagine having a child right now. Well, I respect you for having a kid than two more by the time you're 25. <laughs> I mean, you only you only grew up kicking and screaming. I mean, so it's not like it was easy. Drug against your will into <laughs> yes, adulthood. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm still fighting adulthood. Yeah. yeah. You crazy? I still don't want to go there. So, uh, I I discovered some some signs that someone has their life together, right? A whole bunch of people were just asked to name the signs that someone has their life together. Keeping eye contact during conversations. Oh, I cannot do that. Is a sign that somebody has their life together. I cannot do that. I get fearful by eye contact. Yeah, so weird. That's why people, uh, when they look at you, they sense deception. You know what I mean? I'm just an anxious little boy. Yeah. That's what it is. (laughs) Um, wearing nice clothes apparently is a sign you have your life together. Owning a car, eating healthy, and then we're gonna get to the top five here. Well, I'm not doing well so far. Yeah, me neither. Being married is a sign you have your life together. Hey, Drew, how long you been with your with your woman? Who you've been living uh, with uh, over ten years. It still hadn't put a ring on it. Nope. Is she crazy? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I like that answer. Probably. Maybe. Um, let's see. Well, this is ridiculous. Having a high-paying job is apparently a sign that your life is together. Yeah, I know but, a lot of people who, who who don't make a lot of money who have their life together. Yeah, some of the happiest any, people yeah, but don't make a lot of money. A You're lot so of right. That, that and that are happy that that don't wear nice clothes, mm-hmm. that don't necessarily own a car, that don't you know. I mean, it's, I just think that that doesn't it doesn't fit in that little box anymore, right? Bethy and I were talking 
not too long ago, and we're like, wouldn't it be great just to just get a, a Winnebago and just drive and just leave and just roam the land? I actually, I read, I read a <laughs> news story yeah. where this couple actually sold everything. everything they owned. They had two boys, yeah. and they decided to sell everything. Oh, and the Midwest the, Wanderers? The, I don't know. That might have, yeah. that might have been them. I but follow they, them on Instagram. They have backpacks. They said that they put everything that oh they could, gosh. they I could want... have in a backpack, and them and they and their kids travel. What are they on Instagram? The Midwest Wanderers? Uh, well, if it's the same people, they actually are part of that schoolie community, so they converted a school bus into a motorhome. Oh, wow. uh, where do you go buy a bus? Auction. State auction. <laughs> Looks like we need to get ourselves a bus. <laughs> let's get a show bus. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> let's, take the, let's take this show on the road. Yeah, yeah the show bus. I'm in. All right. That fits bus. Um, let's see. Uh, another sign somebody has their life together, keeping up a regular exercise routine. Finally, number one, it says owning a home. Yeah. Man, I do not have my life together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally one for ten on that list. <laughs> More of Fitz Happens Live coming up. You better tell somebody. Ow! The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Welcome to Hump Day, ladies and gentlemen. Stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way from Bethany, the mouth from the south. Babies on the bus. What country star is baby-proofing everywhere? I'll tell you about it on the way. Drew, standing by with the Wednesday reality check. Of course, the biggest news of the day is the historic meeting between President Trump and King Jong-un, the uh, what do they call him? He's not the president of North Korea. He's Lil, the pr- Lil Kim. He's the chairman. Chairman, yeah, chairman of the board. They call board, him the chairman. Chair- <laughs> yeah. They call him the chairman. Yeah. Uh, of course, the meeting was considered a success by many, including the president. Um, he touted the agreement they reached, was, which was a baseline denuclearization agreement. Uh, critics, of course, say that there's no real direct language in there. That it, it just uh, North Korea basically promises to stop testing, but critics say they were already done testing because they'd achieved their goal of nuclearization, and they're looking for something a little stronger as far as dismantling. Uh, But of course, the president said this is the first step towards denuclearizing the entire Korean peninsula. Uh, There was also talk about... uh, Beaches. Did you hear that talk? President Trump said to Kim Jong-un, hey, I mean, look at all those those beaches. He goes, can you imagine the money and the condos we could build there? Guys, I'm not even kidding. Right? If there's a Trump casino in North Korea happening soon... Yeah, we're going to do some beaching in North Korea. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There was also a lot of talk about uh, our missing soldiers, you know, the men from the Korean War back in 50 to 53, uh, over 5,000. I think there's 7,800 that are unaccounted for and about over 5,000 are expected to have been prisoners of war. Uh, we asked for the return of their remains or at least information on these, and certainly, these individuals. Some of them still are probably alive. Uh, probably Korean- unlikely. Uh, and one of, the other, one of the other big issues here is the... the uh, uh, human rights element. Uh, a lot of people are critics because they have one of the worst human rights records on the planet, and they say we shouldn't be making deals with them until that issue right. is handled. Right. And of course, that would probably have a lot to do with the conditions or the lives of, of anyone the left crazy, behind like that. And the crazy thing is, Dennis Rodman was was involved, man. But I the think president called Rodman and said, "Do get over here. Let's, let's see if you can help help us out a little bit." Even before the human rights issue, I think could be tackled. I think what we're hearing is that North Korea is in such destitute yeah. circumstances that I don't even think they yeah, can pick themselves up at all. Right. You know, I don't think they They're can help. help with the human rights. I don't think yeah. they have any other option. Right. And one more quick thing. Bethany mentioned it earlier. One of the warmest moments of his, his press conference afterwards, uh, President Trump 
basically credited Otto Warm Beer, uh, who died almost exactly a year ago uh, from injury sustained while he was a prisoner there. He credited his situation as being the impetus to get all of this started. He said it would not have happened without Otto Warm Beer's sacrifice. So it's a very nice tribute to that young man who lost his life. And his legacy. Yeah, yes. and, and for his legacy. And I'm sure the family felt Yeah, you know, good North, North Korea sent him over here in a coma. Yeah. Well, if you remember, they were even, um, you know, I saw his parents. Yeah. I, I want to say it was like a, some sort of address that mm -hmm. the president was doing and his parents were there and uh, it was it was soon after he had just returned and passed away and it was really it was really horrific just to to see that yeah um, uh, so the Hawaii situation continues an estimated 700 homes have been destroyed oh, by no. the lava flows. I mean, that number just jumped a lot because in recent weeks, the lava flows have really intensified. There's a lot more of the hot liquid lava pouring out now. Uh, there was even just another big explosion in, in uh, Kilauea on Tuesday morning. Uh, we're about a little over a month into this continual eruption cycle, which, of course, on the geological scale is nothing. And we don't know. It could go on for forever. I mean, you yeah. Well, you never know. What, that's the thing. You never know when this is going to stop. Yep. I mean, it could go on uh, for another 100 years. You just never know. It's is the one in Guatemala still erupting? Is what? Fuego? Is that uh, right? There have been, I think, continued earthquakes, but no more eruption Scary activities. Stuff. All right. Thanks for keeping an eye on that, Drew. Mm -hmm. All right, then. There you go. You get the Wednesday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what's trending right now. The uh, Trump Low Cam Summit. I mean, it's it's people are still talking about it. I mean, it's craziness. That's huge. That's it's it's huge. You know, over four decades we've been at war with them. Four no decades. U.S. president has ever met with any leader of North Korea. North Korea. Mm -hmm. History has been written at this second. Man, it's yeah. like a reality show. Yeah. We're watching this. We are living in history. Yeah. This will be discussed for ages. So Real Housewives of North Korea. I think that's oh, another coming. reason why Trump wanted to do it. I mean, he knew he was cementing his name in the history books. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got to start creating like the Jersey Shore for North Korea. You know, I mean, uh, there's all sorts of possibilities. You know what I mean? All yeah, right. Mike, the situation going over there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine like a combination of Jersey Shore and whatever. Is that really how we want to represent America? <laughs> Is that it? Is that yeah, what we got? Yeah. All right. Oh boy. Come on, we just sent Dennis Rodman over That's there what to, I'm ha saying. to That's handle this enough. to handle this peace deal. I mean, you got to yeah. do whatever it takes. That's already what they think about us. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get our TV, so you know that's I'm all just they saying. see. <laughs> people, people should not be talking smack on Rodman. I'm telling y'all, he was tight with Kim Jong Un. That Buddies. doesn't make him sane. He helped. What I'm saying is, uh, kind of mediate this deal. Just think Dennis Rodman will be in history books for the rest history, of time. History. He's going to get a monument. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the South. Standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip. All right. Speaking about sports players, the Gronk, Rob Gronkowski. Well, he decided to do a little gambling at the Belmont Stakes recently. He bet 69 bucks that the horse that was named after him would win. And did the horse win? Yes, it did. Wow. <laughs> so he ended up winning about 950 bucks. Way to go, Gronk. I mean, if you show up at the horse races and there's a horse named after you, you have to bet Kinda. on it. I, bet I on think it. so. We Always need to get a horse it. named after Fitz. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. I bet there has been one time various got, versions of it. We've got a, in one time I had a pig named after me at a fair one time. They named it Bacon Fitz. <laughs> It was the sweetest thing ever. Little pig. All right. I should have bought that little pig, but... You should. But you can't have two Fitzes in the home. That's right. Okay. What else is going on, Bethany? Oh, uh, well, actor Vince Vaughn, he's in a little bit of trouble. He 
was arrested last weekend on the suspicion of driving under the influence. He was actually, he wasn't pulled over. He was stopped at a DUI checkpoint right after the Warriors, you know, game. Yeah. Right, right. And, uh, He was yeah. thrown back a couple, huh? Yeah, he, that, he uh, had thrown a back a little bit. Bad move, Vince. He was subsequently bad. arrested for driving under the influence and resisting. Yeah. <laughs> he probably tried to use the do you know who I am thing. Uh-huh. Have yeah. you seen the movie Dodgeball? Yeah. <laughs> he probably got all dodgeball on him, didn't he? Dodge, du- dip, dive, and dodge. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the movie Dodgeball. Oh, okay. All right, Bethany, what else is going on? Well, the gossip. Jason Aldean, he's bringing his six-month-old son, Memphis. He's bringing him on tour. What? Yeah. He's got a backstage pass. You guys see that little kid looks identical to Jason Aldean. I follow Jason Aldean on Instagram. Follow his wife, too. That's a sweet little baby. I mean, it is. It, I shall call him Mini Aldean. Yeah. Well, be, to, to be fair to the baby, Jason Aldean sort of looks like a giant baby. He does. <laughs> he's got the sweetest. He's got the the sweetest little face, though. Uh, so so they're baby proofing well, that thing. I wonder I'm sure how much Jason Aldean would want you to tell him that to his face. Tell him what? That he's got the sweetest little face, though. Well, I've already I've already told uh, Jason Aldean that he's got the cutest little baby boy. I didn't ever. mean his baby. I thought you were talking about Jason Aldean. Oh, face. oh. Hey, Jason, you too. You get the sweetest little face. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Yeah, my buddies and me are going mud and down on blue holes. Fitz happens live. live. This come on is why today doesn't suck. For Wednesday, June 13th, 2018, and uh, if you're having a birthday today, you share it with my son, Cooper, who is 16 years old today. Happy birthday, Coop. What's up, Coop? Clean your room, Coop. He's going to be driving soon. Thanks. Sorry to put that stress on you. Yeah, watch oh, out, no. community. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh, look at this. You also share a birthday with Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who are 32 years old today, and they're worth uh, more than $100 million. Dang. I thought they were billionaires one I thought point. they were billionaires, too. Maybe just their entire brand value was a billion? I don't know. I could tell you, though, I never understood that brand. I never thought they were the cutest babies at all. I, I mean, those so, were not They were not cute babies. The brand was targeted How at a certain rude. age of kid. How rude. Yeah, the brand was what? It was targeted at... Little kids, kids, specifically little girls of a certain age, yeah. and it was all the videos. Remember, they were all about those yeah. DVD movies. Oh, Mary Kate yeah. and, and Ashley. The, and, and their little clothing yeah. brands and all that stuff. Yeah, they made some movies yeah. afterwards that I watched when Our I was Our daughter a kid. is now obsessed with JoJo Siwa. What is that? Is what like, now? JoJo Siwa is. See what? Uh, <laughs> she is like the new Hannah Montana kind of thing, uh, you know? JoJo Siwa? Is she on the Disney Channel? I don't know if she's on the Disney Channel, but I know like she has songs and stuff like that. She so it's former, probably played on Disney, I would think, Radio Disney. She a former YouTube star? Um, I think so, yeah. She uh-huh. sells one See, of the biggest everybody. things that she was known for was her JoJo Siwa bows. They're huge. Okay. And they like huge. they're bigger than your head. Uh oh my gosh, Chris Evans, you know, Captain America is thirty seven years old today. He's thirty seven? Yeah. I thought he was still like thirty or in his twenties. I thought he's forty or so. Yeah, I thought he was like fifty. Oh, he looks good for his age. <laughs> what? So he looks good for his age, man. He's one sexy man. Is there anything you want to share with the class? Nope. Wow. <laughs> Steve-O is 44 years old today. What's up, Steve-O? Oh, I love 
Steve-O. You know, his, his life has really changed. He's got his brand new teeth now. he got his those, those veneers yeah, take up his face. He'll always have that big, gigantic Steve-O tattoo, tattoo on, on his back. Yeah. <laughs> I love Steve-O, man. I bet no one is as surprised he made it to 44 as he was. Uh, that is so true, right? <laughs> we just watched uh, something that went viral. Uh, it's a video of him, and he's doing some humanitarian efforts, I believe, trying to, like, build homes and stuff like that. And um, he goes over to this uh, third world country, and he finds this dog. He said he was looking for a dog. And he brought the dog back. And this dog, like, chooses him. Like, this dog just decides. a homeless dog? Yeah, a homeless dog that most of them are skittish and scared. And this dog picked him, and now they're besties. It's the best. We love you, Steve-O. Okay. Uh, Oh, my gosh. It was 98 years ago on this day, 1920. For some reason, this happened. I don't get it. Uh, the U.S. Post Office Department ruled that children may not be sent by uh, <laughs> parcel in, in boxes. <laughs> hey, kids! Guess who's about to go to Alaska? <laughs> you have to assume this was happening. I it mean, they wouldn't make a rule yeah. if it was, people weren't packing their kids up and yeah. shipping them off. Poking some air holes. Yeah, beats airplanes. <laughs> hey, and uh, by the way, this is also an important day today because eight years ago... In 2010, country music and breakfast sausage legend, Jimmy Dean from Jimmy Dean Sausage. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? He passed away at the age of 81 years old, and I'm going to play for you right now a complaint <gasps> phone call yes. into the Jimmy Dean Sausage yes. customer service line. Okay. Randy Taylor, <laughs> I don't know where you people come from. I don't know if you test your products, your quantity of your products. Your products are very delicious. Love your sausage for 30-something years, but I can't take and feed a family of five on a little 12-ounce roll of sausage. <laughs> well, and there you go. That's why today doesn't suck. Fitz happens live. And now, All right. now it's time for your... What? Are you kidding me? No, hell no. Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up to my What Are You Kidding Me field correspondents, my embedded Wakeums. Yeah, you go. My my Wakeums out there, What Are You Kidding Me field correspondents who send me awesome What Are You Kidding Me stories on a daily basis. Tanner, what's the best way for people to send me What Are You Kidding Me stories? Well, they can do it by going to followfits.com, clicking the little blue button that says, What Are You Kidding Me? Click on that and you send the stories right there. We do have a tab on the website now. That's right. Wow. You can also send them on Facebook. You can also message them directly to Fitz. All right. Uh, If you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of New Hampshire. Don't be too hot on the beaver. (laughs) A distillery in New Hampshire just made a brand new whiskey that's flavored with beaver anus secretions. What? Question is, would you try it? How do they get that? Would I, I wouldn't mention these during the What Are You Kidding Me stories if they were not true. Uh, these secretions, apparently, Drew's Googling this right now, are, they're pretty, it's a, a pretty common food additive because they're a cheap substitute for vanilla and raspberry flavors. Oh, oh okay. No, no. So come on out, folks, right now and get you some beaver anus beer. My question is, who was the first person to discover this? Yes, who figured Someone that out? Apparently, who it was. figured that out? Some weird dude. I have the same question about how we discovered milk. Some weird dude on a river somewhere bumped into a beaver dam and. You know, this, hey, this tastes like vanilla raspberry. Hey, man, this stuff ain't too bad. Jimbo, come try this. Hey, man, we should market this. Check out this. Be- check out this beaver anus. This stuff is delicious. All right, let's go to page two. What are you? Kidding? Me? A very special what the Florida story. 
Stupid's what got you there. A drunk naked guy in Florida was uh, basically busted into a house last Friday and started trying to attack the guy inside with a rake. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what of, I just... Of all mm-hmm. weapons you can use... In the middle of the night. Use the weapon of mastering leaves. I'm glad that that's the first thing uh, you brought up, considering a drunk naked guy jumped into somebody's house and started attacking people with a rake. Yeah, he was on drugs. Bath salts, probably. Probably. Uh, but here's the deal. That guy grabbed a hammer... Got in three good hits before the cops came and uh, arrested the naked guy. Yeah, Most exciting that's... home improvement show ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worst chipping Joanna Gaines. <laughs> I forgot to tell you, it was their vacation home in Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the What Are, are You Kidding Me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Did any of you ever try to sell lemonade as a kid, try to make some money? No. I did. Wow, I did too. Yeah. Make that- a little lemonade stand was just kind of about, you know, it was part of a childhood in North Texas. Well, I was always at <clears throat> my grandparents' house and... Um, yeah. They didn't have enough traffic. You know, we were more a little bit out, you know, outside of even the suburbs. Well, your grandparents also cooked roadkill, too. So you guys were out there. Well, you know, I mean, whatever. Sometimes you have to make do. That's that's an appetizer (laughs) to the lemonade. Right. (laughs) Rabbit stew. Possum. But check it out. In some areas, it's technically illegal to sell lemonade without a permit. Uh, Earlier in the show, we were talking about what happened with these poor little kids in Denver. The police shut down their lemonade stand and gave them a citation. So check this out. Um, the, the company that makes Country Time Lemonade, they just launched a brand new website called Country Time Legal Aid. And if your kid can't sell lemonade without a, a, a permit this summer, they will pay to cover the cost of the fine or the permit up to $300. I'm not even kidding. Wow. It's, That's so, it's almost like they're encouraging civil disobedience. <laughs> you just put that stand up anyway. We got your back. <laughs> we'll deal with the feds. <laughs> the, are the feds trying to keep you down? You call us. Country Time Legal Aid. We'll take care of those harassers. Any day worker play. We'll be there right away at Country Time Lemonade. Well, actually, uh, to me, it's kind of just promoting capitalism and, our, and entrepreneurship yeah, in our country. I agree. And uh, this is a legit... Real Country Time Legal Aid promo. Listen to this. Around the country, kids are getting busted for running lemonade stands. Entrepreneurship. Good work habits. Good old-fashioned fun. Shut down because of old, arcane, but very real laws. The kids like Autumn Thomason. My lemonade stand got shut down because I didn't have a permit. It was unfair. She's six. It's happening everywhere. No, seriously, look it up. But this summer, things are going to be different. Get ready, y'all. Because Country Time is introducing Legal Aid, a crack team ready to straighten out lemonade stand-related permits and fines, making sure no kid is denied their right to a lemonade stand and all the benefits they bestow. It's like a promo for a new Dick Wolf show. lemonade stand, the offices of Country Time Legal Aid are ready to take a stand for you. See that? They are ready to go. Wow. That is one impressive promo. You hear that, kids? So if you could hear my voice right now, this weekend you put up that lemonade stand, and you do it with an American flag in the front yard. 
And if you have any problem, you go to countrytimelegalaid.com. You better be selling Country Time. Don't be selling some off-brand. That's right. All right, and there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Come on, let's go. This is going to be epic. Come on. Let's hear it. Now back to the Fit Show. I just like his humor. F-I-T with the Z. Fitz happens. Live, 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 live. All right, welcome back to the show. And if you have a moment, if you have a moment, send us a message right now, and uh, let's do sips and selfies. Like if you have a beverage right now, whatever you're drinking. No, like remember fits and sips, or fits and sips. Yeah. Thank you, Natanya. Fits and sip selfie. Yeah. So uh, whatever, you, whatever you're throwing back, take a little selfie right now and post it on our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search "Follow Fits." Earlier in the show. When uh, we were talking about why today doesn't suck, we were talking about really important things that happened today. We found out that uh, Jimmy Dean passed away eight years ago. Now, I'm talking about Jimmy Dean, country radio legend Jimmy Dean. I'm talking about the famous Jimmy Dean from Jimmy Dean Sausage. Is that how he talks? That's how he talks. Jimmy Dean Sausage. Jimmy Dean Sausage. And we, we probably play this phone call every year, but it's very. this is an actual phone call from the customer service complaint line at Jimmy Dean Sausage. So it's basically, you know, whenever you turn the sausage pack over and you look at the the fine print where it says yes. questions or concerns, please right. call 1-8-whatever, you know. This is the number you call. Yeah. This is- <laughs> and this is a real phone call into the Jimmy Dean Sausage hotline. And we figured since, you know, Jimmy Dean passed away eight years, eight years ago today, that it'd be very, very important for now, everybody to hear this. Yeah. Before we hear this, I wonder if the guy, if this was his first call or if he'd already worked his way up the chain. Like maybe he went to the store, he buys the sausage <laughs> first, and they said, we can't help you. Times. Well, I don't know. This guy was mad. Well, he gets and, and, angrier and, the longer it goes. And by the way, if I were this, this guy's like wife or daughters, I'd be mad at him. I yeah. would be too. <laughs> I love it. Listen. Randy Taylor, I don't know where you people come from. I don't know if you test your products. Your quantity of your product, your products are very delicious. Love your sausage for 30-something years, but I can't take and feed a family of five on a little 12-ounce roll of sausage. I don't mind paying you more money for your 16-ounce roll of sausage, but you don't have it anymore. You've got a 12-ounce roll, and you've got three men that weigh over 200 pounds apiece, a woman that's a little plump Scotch girl, and a daughter who's 13, and you're going to try to take... A 12-ounce roll of sausage and a couple of dozen eggs and feed that, sausage. it ain't going to work. And I'm not going to purchase your product Come anymore on. or ever again. Eggs. And as far as your 16-ounce and maple and sage, I don't eat that. I'm not from the north. I'm a Texas <laughs> man. Jimmy Dean sausage I'm a Texas man. for southern people to eat with the breakfast with the fried eggs and the T-bone steaks. And I can't see going to a little 12-ounce package to feed four, five, six people. And I'm not going to buy two of those 12-ounce packages just because you want to downsize and charge the same goddamn price. Whoa! I'd sure like a reply, and I'd sure like you to go back to your 16-ounce package on your regular sausage because I'm not going to buy it otherwise ever again. I'll just have my own damn sausage made like I used to 30-something years ago. It's not as tasty as yours is, but it'll work. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. What a legend. The complaint call of all complaint calls. That is real. Oh, my goodness. 
Do you think he ever got? Did they ever change the sausage? Or did that? What do they do with the sausage? I don't think so. But that family eats breakfast like kings. <laughs> yes, they do. I mean, I want to go to their house. <laughs> All right, welcome to the show, you guys. Fitz happens live. This is the Fit Show. This is the Fit Show. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure his voice is dubbed and he does all his own sound effects. Fitz happens live. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Fitz happens live, and if you can, uh, we would love it if you became a P1 of this show. And that just really requires you to, to uh, set our show as the number one button on, on your preset, really. Yeah, no fancy membership package. You just lock us in on number one, that first button on your stereo. That's your P1 button. When you lock us in, you just became a P1. Everybody's still talking about the summit. I mean, I'm, and I was having a conversation with my dad, Green Beret Bob, the other night. My dad was like, I don't even know if you guys realize the importance of this event. Four decades we've been in the Korean War. And this, so, so, I mean, this is a big deal. And obviously, late night is on it. Jimmy Kimmel was making fun of uh, uh, Kim Jong-un's bodyguards the other night. Did you guys see his bodyguards, the way they ran by his vehicle? Yes. Everywhere he went. Best bodyguards in the game. So, mm-hmm. Well, seriously, I, yeah. I imagine that these uh, North Korean bodyguards were, were uh, probably like the most athletic, uh, uh, talented, young officers in North Korea, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah, there's like eight on either side of his car, and they run alongside it. And they're in suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're in suits. Kim Jong-un arrived uh, in style with a team of bodyguards that run alongside his car. It's fine in the city. On the freeway, it's a problem, but why they do this, I have no idea. How does that protect him? If there's trouble, isn't the car just going to speed away and leave a bunch of sweaty guys? And- <laughs> hey, what about me? No, no one ever thought about that. I mean, it's a great point. It is, what if yes. he did have to take off? What are they well, guys they better start running a lot faster. <laughs> did you guys jump on the hood? Did yeah. you guys see? I mean, I was tripping out when President Trump, before the signing, walks Kim Jong Un to the uh, to the limousine that Trump was riding in, and he was like showing Kim Jong Un his pimped out limo. Yeah, I mean, I was like, this is unbelievable. Just a while That's back, a crazy- he was calling him little, you know, little Rocket Man, and now yeah. it was it was insane. They're All having right. a Twitter war a couple weeks ago, and now they're BFFs. Now they're, now they're buddies. Uh, from Conan. Apparently, Kim Jong-un brought his own toilet to the summit North for security Korean reasons. Kim Jong-un brought his own toilet. <laughs> brought his own toilet to the summit in Singapore. <laughs> yes! Yeah, when he saw the toilet, President Trump said, Oh, so you're planning to tweet, too. <laughs> I just, I still, I mean, you guys are telling me that this is a real thing that people actually, you know... Our CIA, and we got questions about this earlier. Our CIA, if you Google it, yes. I uh, don't believe it. We have gotten foreign leaders excrement, meaning we have so listen. G- got their, their, their poo-poo and analyzed it to what? To check their health? And you can to check do- their health. You can see what That's they're susceptible nuts. to. You can see what they've been eating and intaking. Yeah, some is there DNA in that? Yeah. Is, there is DNA, right? Sure. Well, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, you can find out, like, obviously things. I did it to. Like, I did it to. Diseases. Uh, yep. All kinds of stuff. I did it to Tanner's actually, and just, what? Just, yeah, came back none but Taco no, Bell. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could you imagine straight the up new Taco guy? Bell? Okay, so listen, your first assignment is going to be to go in and grab the deuces Can you that imagine? Kim Jong Un drops. It would be an honor, sir. Yeah. You hear that that Mission Impossible music playing? Dum dum yes. dum dum dum. As you're like, like shoulder rolling into the restroom. Like, I would be honored to do this for my country. Pooper scoopers. 
Unite! Hoorah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, welcome to the show. You're listening to The Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. The Fitch Show. Welcome to Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, and sips and selfies right now. Uh, just, you know, whatever you're doing right now, if you're drinking a beverage, get your sips and selfies in and post them on our page. Also known as Fits and Sips. Your Fits and Sips. Yeah. 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 Take a selfie right now and go to Facebook.com slash follow fits. Um, I saw this this monument outside of Mount Rainier National Park in Washington State years ago, and this monument was right in the uh, right in the middle of this of this valley where this glacier had just made this huge huge valley right before the mountain, and this monument said, "The only permanent thing is change. The only permanent thing is change," and it was so weird and like crazy, you know, here symbolic sitting in this, and wow. It just it just said everything about here I am in this glacier valley, and it got me thinking about how everything changes in our lives as well, from clothing tastes to our musical tastes to stuff we like. The our younger lifestyle. kids, the younger kids hate, and stuff that the younger kids love we hate, right? Mm-hmm. So there's some things that uh, what I would describe as kind of old school hobbies and that are that are really dying out right now. For example. Woodworking, they're saying, is an art that is going away, completely dying out. Why is that? It's a shame. I, I think that uh, th- there's a lot of patience involved with work, woodworking and craft. And then it's also, I mean, there's a, a, a small version of it where you're kind of whittling. But then to really do good work, you really need a good workshop what and some is pretty big tools. Like making chairs and stuff? You can make you anything. That's what you play with whittle things. <laughs> but there is the, the maker movement. Which is a big millennial thing where they are bringing back some of these crafts. Okay. That's DIY. Yeah. We're talking about things that are dying out right now. Astronomy. Meaning you own a telescope and actually use it on a regular basis. It's, yeah, I don't do yeah. Well, they have apps now that explain the stars. See? Like augmented yeah. reality where you can put your phone camera in the <laughs> I've sky got it. and it'll yeah, say hold it up And, and it lines it up and, it's, and it tells you exactly what the constellations yeah, are that you're uh-huh. looking at. It's pretty dope. Isn't that sad, though? Telescopes. Just bye-bye. What about this? Uh, home brewing. Home now, brewing I, would say, is going, I would think that's on the rise. I'm surprised about that one because I actually know quite a few people who brew at home, that's, including my brother-in-law. That's I used to. That's why. There's so many craft beers now, it's like, what's the point? I had a peanut There's butter so and many jelly now. beer uh, not too long ago. Basically, like, everybody's doing it. Well, that's why I stopped doing it because yeah. it, it's more expensive than just buying good beer. Mm. We're talking about things that are just dying out. Uh, and by the way, if you still do some of these things, I'd love to hear from you wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Scrapbooking. If anything, people are, are kind of virtually doing this through apps and Facebook now, yeah, right? Yeah, you don't need the traditional, you know, getting pieces of paper and gluing pictures to it together when you just have albums on your cell phone. Yeah, because who even prints their photos anymore? I never even got into scrapbooking. My granny? I, my, you know, I didn't. Uh-huh. Did your granny? She scrapbooked yeah. everything about your life, right? Well, not everything, but I mean, she used to, whenever I was younger yeah. and, you know, in, in smaller grades, she actually made little scrapbooks for me and stuff. Number two, quilting and embroidery. I was about to say, Going about, away, dying out. Yeah, quilting or crocheting. Man, my mom is about it. So My, uh, my Mimi used to have a bumper sticker on the back of her car that said, I'd rather be quilting. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And finally, I thought this was weird, something that's just dying out. Being interested in trains or building model train sets, you see, is dying out, you see. Yep. I totally agree. I, I had a huge model train set. I did, too. I had one, and my grandfather helped me. Now you can just make and... one on an iPad. <laughs> oh, the, the virtual train. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> All right, welcome to the show. 
Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way from Bethany, the mouth from the south. You know, Vince Vaughn, actor, wedding crashers, dodgeball, among others. Um, he's in trouble. He's in some big trouble. I'm going to tell you just how much trouble in just a few minutes. Coming up. Drew, stand by with the Wednesday reality check. We spent most of the last reality check talking about the North Korean summit, and that's, of course, big news, but there's a lot of other news to get to, so I want to cover some of that here. The first is that Monday this week marked the end of net neutrality. Uh, net neutrality was officially repealed is... on Monday. Tell everybody what that means. Uh, it means that now internet service providers are free to... Uh, basically deliver the internet how they see fit, meaning they can charge different rates for different speeds, Mm -hmm. they can throttle or block websites, and they can also make deals with different web services uh, to get them better uh, you know, speeds and access to the the user. So, in other words, they could block Netflix from getting to your house unless Netflix (gasps) pays them. Wait a minute, this is behind... I thought the exact opposite had happened. I'm confused. No, that means... That's why I was excited. The rules... Net neutrality... Blocked any of that it. from happening? No, we rolled it back, and it did take effect. So that happened on Monday. There are still several legal battles going on to fight it. When are we going to see like the, the price changes, these effects, and will we now, know if it happens? Almost no service provider had immediate plans to make sweeping changes, so you probably haven't noticed any difference, uh-huh. but they now are eligible to be changed. Will you watch it for us? I will absolutely Do watch it Do you promise? It Con- I will, and I'm, I'm right. really up on this. There's a big public outcry about this. I know. Congress can still reverse it, so contact there is still a your chance. representatives. Yes, call them right now. Battle for the net.com. There are also several state fights going on, and there's even another fight on whether or not states have the right to make their own net neutrality laws. Yeah, there are states that have already said they're going to keep net neutrality, but if it rolls out federally, there's nothing they can really do. Uh, yep. It's another state's rights issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, right? Yes. It, and it could be, and that's part of that's a whole other lawsuit okay. on it. Uh, and so another thing that Donald Trump is dealing with uh, this week, we talked so much about the uh, North Korean summit, but the G7 summit took place just a week prior to that, and there really almost wasn't time to talk about it, gearing up for the uh, the North, North Korean, Korean summit. Yeah. But he had some choice words for Trudeau, the president <laughs> of Canada. I was going to ask you a question. Are we going to war with Canada? <laughs> Well, there's going to be maple syrup everywhere. Or are we going to build? Uh, are we going to build a wall in the north end of the country now too? So between us and Canada, uh, that's a lot of wall. I know that he and uh, that Justin Trudeau guy had some words, but did you see the the Prime Minister of Canada's eyebrows falling off? Yes. What? Wow. Yes. 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 You're right. I called him President a minute ago. Sorry. Uh, that's no, okay. Uh, so Trudeau's eyebrows were falling. Off. Trudeau had made uh, a, a comment in a press conference saying that the, he wouldn't be pushed around by the U.S. This, of course, is about the new tariffs we're enacting on them. Uh, and President Trump spoke back and he said, "Hey." Maybe he doesn't know I've got about 20 uh, televisions on Air Force One. So I watched that whole thing. He thought he'd get away with it because I was flying. He says, no, I'm not. And he says, look, we have a great relationship. I wasn't pushing around. We shook hands. But he said, that kind of talk is going to cost the Canadian people a lot of money. Oh, man. Now we're going to war with Canada. <laughs> Nothing. I was just going to say that um, Trudeau has his own, his, his eyebrows have their own Twitter account now. You've got to see his, his <laughs> eyebrows <laughs> yes. were straight up falling off. Trudeau's eyebrows. And yeah. so, they, you know, he the Trudeau's eyebrows are tweeting and they're saying, you know, actually, yes, there are fake eyebrows but he was uh, Trump makes him makes Trudeau nervous so it made him sweat and it, the adhesive came off <laughs> alright there you go ladies and gentlemen you get the Wednesday reality check Fitz happens live the good the bad and the gossip these are the Fitz Files
to see what's trending right now. The uh, Trump Low Cam Summit. I mean, it's it's people are still talking about it. I mean, it's craziness. That's huge. That's it's it's huge. You know, over four decades we've been at war with them. Four no decades. U.S. president has ever met with any leader of North Korea. North Korea. Mm-hmm. History has been written at this second. Man, it's yeah. like a reality show. Yeah. We're watching this. We are living in history. Yeah, this will be discussed for ages. So Real Housewives of North Korea. I think that's oh, another coming. reason why Trump wanted to do it. I mean, he knew he was cementing his name in the history books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got to start creating like the Jersey Shore for North Korea. You know, I mean, uh, there's all sorts of possibilities. You know what I mean? All yeah, right. Mike, the situation going over there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine like a combination of Jersey Shore and whatever. Is that really how we want to represent America? <laughs> Is that it? Is that yeah, what we got? Yeah. All right. Oh, boy. Come on. We just sent Dennis Rodman over That's there to, ha- saying. To, handle this, to handle this peace deal. I mean, you got to yeah. do whatever it takes. That's already what they think about us. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get our TV, so you know that's I'm all just they saying, see. <laughs> people, people should not be talking smack on Rodman. I'm telling y'all, he was tight with Kim Jong-un. That Buddies. doesn't make him sane. He helped. What I'm saying is uh, kind of mediate this deal. Just think Dennis Rodman will be in history books for the rest history, of time. History. He's going to get a monument. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bethany the Mouth from the South. Standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip. All right. Speaking about sports players, the Gronk, Rob Gronkowski. Well, he decided to do a little gambling at the Belmont Stakes recently. He bet 69 bucks that the horse that was named after him would win. And did the horse win? Yes, it did. Wow. <laughs> so he ended up winning about 950 bucks. Way to go, Gronk. I mean, if you show up at the horse races and there's a horse named after you, you have to bet Kinda. on it. I, bet I, on I it. think so. Always we need to get a it. horse named after Fitz. Oh, yeah. W- yeah. I bet there has been one time various got, versions of it. We've got a, in one time I had a pig named after me at a fair one time. They named it Bacon Fitz. <laughs> It was the sweetest thing ever. Little pig. All right. I should have bought that little pig, but you should. But you can't have two Fitzes in the home. That's right. Okay. What else is going on, Bethany? Uh, Well, actor Vince Vaughn, he's in a little bit of trouble. He was arrested last weekend on the suspicion of driving under the influence. He was actually, he wasn't pulled over. He was stopped at a DUI checkpoint right after the Warriors, you know, game. Yeah. Right, right. And, uh, He was yeah. thrown back a couple, huh? Yeah, he, he had uh, thrown a back a little bit. Bad move, Vince. He was subsequently bad. arrested for driving under the influence and resisting. Yeah. He probably tried to use the do you know who I am thing. Uh-huh. Have yeah. you seen the movie Dodgeball? Yeah. <laughs> he probably got all dodgeball on him, didn't he? Dodge, du- dip, dive, and dodge. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the movie Dodgeball. Oh, okay. All right, Bethany, what else is going on? Well, the gossip. Jason Aldean, he's bringing his six-month-old son, Memphis. He's bringing him on tour. What? Yeah. He's got a backstage pass. You guys see that little kid looks identical to Jason Aldean. I follow Jason Aldean on Instagram. Follow his wife, too. That's a sweet little baby. I mean, it is. It, I shall call him Mini Aldean. Yeah. Well, be, to, to be fair to the baby, Jason Aldean sort of looks like a giant baby. He does. <laughs> he's got the sweetest. He's got the the sweetest little face, though. Uh, so, so they're baby proofing well, that thing. I wonder I'm sure how much Jason Aldean would want you to tell him that to his face. Tell him what? That he's got the sweetest little face, though. Well, I've already, I've already told uh, Jason Aldean that he's got the cutest little baby boy. I didn't ever. mean his baby. I thought you were talking about Jason Aldean's oh, face. Oh, hey, Jason, you too. You get the sweetest little face. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Yeah, my buddies and me are going mud and down on Blue Hole. Fitz happens live. Live. Go, Rez, Kyle.
This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. Wednesday's freedom was fought and earned by the proud men and women who serve our nation. And I'm going to kick it off with a, with a quote from my buddy Drew over here, who is a United States Marine. He said, nobody really knows how they will fare in the service of this nation until they try it. Wow. You know, some of the most gung-ho people who signed the line on those enlistment papers or accept that commission discover that the service is not the best fit for them. These people typically serve their basic contract and leave the service and we all appreciate and honor any service from a member who, who does their best to contribute to this great nation's military. But for some individuals, that service is a calling. These are the lifers, the men and women who find their place in the service and go the whole distance. And today we salute Ronnie Carroll of the United States Army and the United States Air Force Reserves. Ronnie's niece, Christy Bray Dawson, is a P1 listener to this show, and she asked me, to salute her uncle for his tireless service to this nation. You see, Ronnie Carroll knew the soldier's life was the one for him. He enlisted in the Army at 18 years old, and he never, ever looked back. He served for 30 years in the Army until they forced him to retire. (laughs) But Ronnie Carroll was not ready to leave his brothers and sisters in uniform, so he found a way to stay in the military. He joined the Air Force Reserves and continued his contribution. Ronnie eventually obtained the rank of Senior Master Sergeant, which is just about as high as one can get in the enlisted ranks. But sadly, Senior Master Sergeant Ronnie Carroll passed away just a couple of weeks ago. And he was over 60 years old. Life, a whole lifetime of service. Whole lifetime. I mean, that's incredible. You know, this is a very rare breed of serviceman. His commitment was absolute, and it lasted his entire life. A family and a nation will absolutely miss their hero. Yeah. And we live in the land of the free because of the brave. And if you'd like to honor someone for our troops, salute past, present, or future, please take a couple of seconds right now. Go to followfits.com and click on Troop Salute. The Fit Show. And now. And now. Fitz Show's world-famous What-Are-You-Kidding-Me Stories of the Day. Special shout-out to my embedded What-Are-You-Kidding-Me field correspondents, all my, my Wacoms out there. Thank you so much for sending me unbelievable What-Are-You-Kidding-Me stories. And you could do that. We, we have a brand-new website, followfits.com. And you can go there and click on What-Are-You-Kidding-Me. Is that right? Yeah. There's a, a couple blue buttons on the right side of the screen. One of them is What-Are-You-Kidding-Me? Click on that, fill out the fields, you send it. I'm going to take you out of Boston. The girl with the tattoo. Prepare for a story about a tattoo disaster. A 25-year-old woman named Amanda Fisk from Boston recently got a neck tattoo of two things that she was sentimental about from seeing in her backyard during her childhood. A red maple leaf and a blue jay. But when she posted a photo on Twitter... 
One of her friends pointed out that she'd accidentally recreated the exact logo of the Toronto Blue Jays yeah. on her neck. Yes. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. You're a big Jays fan? I, thought, I automatically thought to myself, okay, a maple leaf and a Blue Jay. Why this would you get that on your neck, team. too? Well, I mean... Like, getting a tattoo is one thing, but a neck tattoo... You... I mean, that's pretty painful, but, I mean, maybe you should... <laughs> I mean, maybe the tattoo artist was a, was a Blue Jays fan? I mean, I just don't. The opportunity. This thing is unbelievable. Well, it's I like mean, a shortcut. Someone says, "Draw me a maple leaf and a blue jay." And you're like, "How am I going to draw this?" And then you see it done for you. You're like, "There it is." Yeah, maybe sh- maybe the organization should at least give her some season tickets. Yeah, she is a walking advertisement. <laughs> she doesn't even <laughs> live near the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's worth a free trip to Toronto. Yeah. Something. Look, I've got this tattoo. Look. You better let me in. All right, let's go to page two. What, are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Why can't you set your monkey free? A guy in Florida stole a car last week and he crashed into a ditch, right? But when the cops got there, the guy legit had a monkey in a diaper clinging to his chest. It's <laughs> a weird sidekick. And uh, <laughs> right turn, Clyde. Remember that movie with That's the right, Clint Eastwood? but loose. <laughs> anyway, uh, the guy... Who had the monkey in the diaper clinging to him. He didn't have an exotic animal's permit, so he was arrested for auto theft, and he might also be charged for possession of an unlicensed monkey. (laughs) Oh, so it was was. his monkey? (laughs) What are you in for? Unlicensed monkey. What about you? (laughs) Yeah, man, they caught me with my monkey out. uh, uh, It was clinging to my chest. (laughs) Well, now he's definitely going to have to go home and spank that monkey. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you got the... What, are you kidding me? Stories of the day, breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is going to be epic. Let's do it. Now. Now back to the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Welcome back to the show. Shout out to our entire team of uh, people who, who really took a lot of time on our, our brand new website, followfits.com, followfits, F-I-T-Z.com, because there's some really cool stuff going on there. For example, if you go to followfits.com right now, you could browse the website, go through it thoroughly, followfits.com, click on all the blue tabs on the right, right? Right. They hey. could submit, what are you kidding me, stories? Good stuff. Troop salutes and more. Now available for you at followfits.com. I feel like I'm in the Wizard of the Oz when you do well, that. Well, I mean, what is some I mean, also you could um if you go to followfits.com, you check out the podcast the after the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you feel like you're where? In the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen I that. I don't movie. remember Wizard of Oz being Oh, yeah, maybe it does when he turns into the wizard. Mm-hmm. You know, at the very end. The Great Oz. But anyway, you can get the PAB there, which is what? Yeah, it's the condensed podcast after the broadcast. Yeah. You get to hear us without songs or commercials. Check out what you missed. Yeah, that'd be cool. Check it out. Um, hey, real quick, um, my buddy Drew over here is, is still recovering from his gallbladder blowing up a couple of weeks ago. He had instant surgery. They poked four holes in him. Bam! Took that thing right out. But you've been having a couple of follow-ups, and... Y'all, Drew basically told me that he wants to call out some nurses, basically. Oh, man. And I was like, how dare you? I, I don't know anyone 
And he didn't tell me what this is about, but he said, listen, you're going to have to let me call out some nurses. I don't know anyone who's ever called out nurses because this show loves nurses Mm -hmm. and we defend nurses. So how exactly do you want to call them out? Well, I will say that they did a fantastic job. Everyone on that hospital staff was amazing. But there's one thing I kept noticing. Uh, You're already giving up a bit of your dignity when you're in the hospital anyway. What, by walking around that gown and letting your butt cheeks hang out? Yeah, for a variety (laughs) of reasons. That's like the most horrible thing ever, by the way. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, but try the one being thing, a, a woman giving birth. Yeah, the yeah. thing that keeps happening to me with this is, look, look, I'll be the first one to tell you I can shed a couple of LBs, right? I could lose a few pounds. But everyone in the hospital finds a way to make sure that they mention that to you as well. No kidding. Yeah, including all these nurses. And I'm saying none of these nurses that were telling me this were going to be modeling swimsuits anytime soon. Like oh. all of them could have lost a few LBs too, which is why it becomes one of those do as I say, not as I do moments. It's like a parent and a child for me. Their job is to provide you with medical information and try to save your life, okay? I know, but yeah. shouldn't they be leading by example? It's the same thing, though, that a, that a kid thinks whenever you say, yeah. you know, don't say those bad words, but they hear mom or dad do it all the time. Then, so they figure it's okay. Yeah, well, it's not that they figure it's okay, but it's almost like, well, why? It's like, hey, yeah, you're, you're a hypocrite. It's obviously not important enough. For you, for, you know, for me not to do it if it's not important enough for you not to do it. So you're saying that you're kind of sensing some hypocrisy that, hey, you're, you're telling me to lose weight and you're saying, what about what about you? It's also the way it's delivered because you know that you, when you when you go in for an appointment, you see the first nurse and the first nurse takes your vitals, including yeah. weighing you. And then you sit down and the nurse runs over a couple things, your vitals, and then make sure to get her digging like, you know, um. You could stand to lose a few here. I'm thinking uh, maybe well, you want to work well, maybe on your, they're your just diet. Yeah. Which, is, which is fine, and, th- and that's their I can't job. I believe you're saying this, to be but honest But then the next person comes in, which is the doctor, and the doctor's going through everything, and they're talking about the condition, which, by the way, clean bill of health. She checked me out. She doesn't want me lifting anything heavy for a while, but yeah. she said, all good healing normally. Okay. And by the way, it looks like you could stand to lose a few pounds here. <laughs> They're just so, making sure something else doesn't blow up. So everybody was telling you this. Yeah, I think the guy in the parking garage no. got it in too. It's like you just wanted to wear a dry erase sign that just said, I know, I, know. I need to lose weight. As my buddy, a comedian uh, Bill Engvall used to say, there's your sign. <laughs> Fitz happens live. All right. Welcome back. Now back to the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to the Wednesday show. Fitz happens live right now. There's my buddy Drew, and there's Tanner the Millennial. Bethany, the mouth from the south, is here representing the ladies. Uh, is there anyone listening? Whether you're at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, who has ever like won? The lottery, any form of, of, of lottery. How much have you won? I'm, I'm talking about like you know, not a couple hundred bucks, not even a couple thousand. I'm talking about a big lottery prize. My wife and I. I'm talking about a jackpot. My wife and I are constantly talking about and trying to vision ourselves winning the lottery. I really want to win the lottery. First of all, we, we promised the good Lord that we're going to do some good with it. We mm-hmm. got to do good with it. Yeah. You can't win the lottery if you don't do some good. You can't with just it. keep it to so yourself. So then you start trying to like bargain, and you're like, listen, God, I will. Totally. If you just give me a chance to prove how much of a good person well, I could be. Yeah, don't believe me, just watch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tax write-off city. It's bargain. We can yeah. negotiate. And seriously, if I do win that lottery, you got to remind me, hey, you know, you got to do good because you'll be swept off. I mean, like this one guy who just won $315.3 million. Here, the guy in New Jersey went to the grocery store last month. His wife said, uh, you got to go back to the store to get some cheaper orange juice because she saw it cheaper at another store. This wife is like unbelievable because she sent him on a mission 
to go back to this store. He bought uh, two Powerball tickets. They won $315.3 million. Wow. If his Ooh. wife hadn't said to him, go to that store, get go the get, cheaper yeah. orange juice, you don't boom. Have, you don't have to worry about orange juice prices anymore. Forget, yeah, man. Yeah. You know what you do? You fly straight to Florida and pick them yourself. Yeah. By a Grove. Just because you feel like it that day. I was like, I ain't picking no oranges if I. <laughs> I am not picking oranges if I just win $315 million. Well, I mean, ask yourselves that question. I mean, how would your life really, really change? $315.3 million. You probably get a cash payout, probably, what, $163 million. You get that money. I mean, I honestly think Terrifying. I would still. I, I, uh huh. You'd be scared. I, I think you'd be. Of course, very excited, but you'd be terrified too if suddenly you have this massive responsibility. Oh my gosh. Your name's out there, yeah. and you. What do you do with all that money? But what do you? And, and then what do you say to your family? Who at that point, I don't care what anyone says, your your family will turn on you yeah. over money. Instantly, every relationship you've ever had just changed. Yes, that's what I was about to say. You automatically. Every, they always say people that win the lottery. They always say that everyone they lose it quickly. comes out of the woodwork with mm-hmm. their hand out. Everyone. I mean, people that you met yeah. in the second grade Fifth that you cousins. said. Yes. I mean, everyone comes out of the woodwork. So that's when you really have to uh, isolate yourself and you probably become a hermit, but right? And, and, and you don't have terrible. friends. Yeah, it's terrible. And that leads to a lonely life. But and you then, know what? I'd be fine with that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody get out of my way. You know what? If I won the lottery, I think I'd still, I mean, I know I would still do the show. Oh, of course you would. I mean, you'd have to. You'd burst if you didn't have the show to do. <laughs> right. But I would guarantee you. I mean, I would go to Santorini, Greece, my wife and I. Where would we go? We'd go to Santorini. We'd stay there for at least two months. I think I, think I would right? really love oh. to travel the world. Mm-hmm. I would really like yeah. to take a few months yeah. and just, because think about it. I mean, if this is our only shot, yeah. who wants to, whenever you my, think about leaving yeah. the world without actually even being outside of your country, think about how many people I never know. even leave their state. You know, Anthony Bourdain had a quote that I read recently, and it was something to the effect of, if, if I could tell you one thing about whatever... Life, he, he said, I would encourage you to travel, 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 and see as much as you can, even if it's across the river from your house and through the woods. Every, every to, single to your, travel. Gra- to your grandmother's house, you go. Yep, <laughs> every travel experience enriches you, no matter how close or how far. Yeah. Right, new experiences. We're built from every experience we have. So, Santorini for me, y'all. <laughs> Fit Show. It happens live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wednesday. And what have we learned today for Wednesday, June 13th, 2018? And wherever you are right now, let us know what you picked up from our show. Here's what I learned. I learned from today's show that North Korean leader Kim Jong-un reportedly brought his own portable toilet to Singapore. For his meeting with President <laughs> Trump, because he didn't want people to get to get his, uh, his you know stuff to you know check his health and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. not kidding. This happened. Top secret. Top secret. Woo! I just want to know who has that job to I go know. pick that stuff up. Hopefully, it has benefits involved with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, Drew. What about you? What have we learned today? I learned from Tanner during Choose Your News that apparently millennials uh, claim you're not even really an adult until you're 33. Now, I mean. In prairie times, you had a family in your teenage years. These these guys want to be lazy until they're 33. Hey, no no shame on my game, homie. Oh, I'm we the know. one with dental insurance. <laughs> Tanner's like, I'm a millennial and I have dental insurance. I, I just got a root canal. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. All right, Tanner, what about you? What did we learn today? I learned that the world's sexiest prime minister, Justin Trudeau, he has fake eyebrows. 
He does. What, what is up with that? Do you think he's the world's sexiest prime minister? Yeah, dude. Is there anything you want to share with the class? Or no. Right. Oh yeah. Hey Bethany, what about you? What have we learned today? Well, if you're gonna steal a car, you probably shouldn't do it with a diapered monkey clinging to your chest. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seems like common sense. I mean, I'm just saying. Where did that happen? That was in Florida, right? That was in Florida, and so I'm just that's a little another public service I announcement. Mean, that is just one of those things like if you see something, say something. And I can't imagine just cruising on an interstate one morning, looking over and seeing some guy with a monkey in a diaper <laughs> clinging to his neck. <laughs> that would be the best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't gonna believe this. Man, yeah, you'd be Insta famous. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that? All right. Uh, have a great day. Listen, it's it's the middle of the week. We're getting there. Thank you for listening, and we will see you manana. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tara the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.